I'm eyeing the 1940s vintage cruiser bicycle in front of me in a panic. It's a chilly evening in December, a couple of weeks before Christmas in 2009. The cruiser's jauntily decked out with holly and festive lights ready to spread holiday cheer for the Belmont Shore Christmas Parade that's just about to start. It's a really cool bike. It is, but I can tell it's really heavy. It's made of solid cast iron and it has pedal brakes rather than handheld ones. I'm surrounded by about 50 other bicyclists, all chatting excitedly, all dressed in different fun variations of red and green, and their bicycles are equally decked out. We're in the holding area with hundreds of other people, other parade participants, waiting for the parade to start. My stomach makes a nervous flip. Maybe saying yes to riding a bike again for the first time in 30 years in public is about to become very embarrassing, a mistake I really don't want to make in front of this group of people that I'd much rather impress. I know I know how to ride a bike, I do, but I've never ridden one this heavy before. My friend Charlie, who set up borrowing this bike on my behalf, watches me with happy expectation. He's so athletically gifted, he can't imagine a fail like the one I'm probably going to make. He's the only one of our bike advocate friends here who knows that I haven't ridden a bike in a really long time. And it's taken Charlie about six months to talk me into actually giving it a try again. He's been so patient walking his bike along with me to various mutual appointments around downtown Long Beach. I've dragged my feet about riding again because I deal with chronic migraines and fatigue. Even living car-free as I do, I just haven't thought I could ride a bike long enough, far enough for it to be useful. I imagine a nightmare scenario of riding to go shopping and getting exhausted and then not having the strength to lift up the bike onto the front of a bus to get myself home and having to call someone for help. The parade's about to begin. It's time to do or die. And I decide to go for it. I straddle the bike and push off. It is heavy and I'm really awkward and I'm wobbly and it's iffy because not only is it heavy, but it has a lower center of gravity than the 10 speed I last rode as a teenager. But I do somehow manage one wide, awkward circle. And by the time I've come around again, it's clicked. I can do this. I'm doing it. I'm riding a bike. The sheer joy of moving so swiftly and easily returns. I'm grinning ear to ear. After I make my second big circle, the parade has not only started, but it's time for our group of bicyclists to join the parade route. So I join Charlie and my friends, including Bernard Serrano of the Vintage Cycling Coaster Riding Club, who loaned me this fantastic bike, and were welcomed by thousands of cheery fans onto the route. I have so much fun riding the bike in the parade that night that we ask if I can borrow the bike again for Bernard's vintage bike ride the next day. Charlie and I pedaled home three miles in the dark, and I relished the sense of freedom I haven't felt in years. That night, I remember something important. The bike is a strength maximizer. The next day, we do go on the monthly cyclone coaster ride. It's a slow 10-mile or so ramble around Long Beach's quietest, most scenic streets, led by the always dapperly decked out Bernard, dressed to match one of his 200 vintage bikes. Yes, 200 and followed by about 50 of his avid fellow vintage bike riding fans. I make it through about half of the ride before I need to call it quits and go home. And I'm in bed for much of the rest of the week from fatigue, but I don't care. I'm hooked. 
Living car-free is somewhat easy to do in Long Beach because of good transit and walkable neighborhoods, but having a bike would make it a breeze. I now understand Charlie's world of bike advocacy so much better. It's one he's generously played guide for me of, and it's one that I can't wait to tell the story about as a communications person. The fact that I end up on the front cover of our Sunday daily paper, the Press-Telegram, helps as a conversation starter. Okay, no, it wasn't me the photographer was aiming at for the photo. It was the beautiful little boy dressed up as Santa next to me. But that's okay. I'll take any conversation starter I can get.